anybody else wants to come with me, this moment will be the moment of something real and fun and exciting. Start over. Start, over. start that over? Yes. All right, let's start that over. And we will do it together. Let's start that over. Hold on. I got to let it run out first. Hold on. Sorry, folks. We got to start that over. False start. Hold on. Here we go. We're going to edit that? Nope. Baby, babe. Start it over. Anybody else? From the beginning. You're making it hard for me to do this. Sorry. I got to. This is. Wants to come with me. This moment will be the, the moment, moment of something real and fun and inspiring. We will do it. And we will do it together. You want to start this over? Yes. <laughs> Here we go. Hold on. we got to let it go. It. Hold on. Give me a second. If anybody else wants to come with me. This moment will be the moment of something real and fun and inspiring. And we will do it together. Hello and welcome to Cruising Together, the show that is real, fun, and inspiring. Can we start from the top? I think we're doing good okay. We're we're doing, doing all good right for okay. now. We're doing, right. o- we're doing good okay for right. now. And we'll do it together. We're going to do it together. Uh, this is Cruising Together. So if I'm one of your hosts, Greg Shegel. I'm your other host, Chris Jeruso. And on this show, we discuss the films wherein Tom Cruise is acting in chronological order, movie by movie, episode by episode. And we cruise with a guest. We cruise with a guest. Before we get to our guest... I want to do a preamble of this guest, why this guest, significance of this guest, the value of this guest. Let's get to the preamble. The thematic resonance of this guest. Is this the pre-preamble? This is the preamble to the preamble. Yeah. I can't wait for the post-amble. So we started this show with a pilot episode. That's right. There was no guest. There was a pilot and a co-pilot. And there was no guest. Right. Then we did Cruising Together, colon, one, dash, Endless Endless Love. Love. And we had a guest on that show. And then we did the second episode with a different guest and so on. Each episode we had a different guest, except for the episodes where there was no guest. Right. And the episode where we never had a repeat guest. We have not had a repeat guest until... I was going to say Valkyrie, we kind of... And then I realized, no, we didn't. That was Valkyrie, a brand new guest. We had a brand new guest. I brought a co-host who had been a guest. Right. And then we had our special version episode where we brought some folks in to talk about... Those were repeat Rogue guests. Nation. Those were repeat But that was guests. a special version episode. Special version. So in this episode, we're bringing someone back. Now, wait a second. What? Bringing someone back? Doing something over? What is going on? Like we screwed up halfway through and had to start over at the beginning? Or... Just doing the same thing over again? Huh? Yeah. Well, see, see what we've learned this time around. If things go smoother this time. It rings with experience to this movie we're talking about. A movie called... Edge of Tomorrow. Edge of Tomorrow. And our guest for this episode is a returning champion. A champion 
because they were here from the very beginning, quite literally. Episode one. Episode one. Endless love. Endless love. We are welcoming back to do it again. Edge of Tomorrow style. Live, record, repeat. (laughs) Or should it be live, podcast, repeat? Let's ask our guest. Welcome back to Cruising Together, Tracy Todd. Hooray! I'm so happy to be here. We are excited to have you. Thank you. First question out of the gate. Yeah. Live, record, repeat. Live, podcast, repeat. I thought record got an immediate positive it was the first, reaction. It was, but it was the first one I said. I like, uh, I think, live, pod, repeat. Live, pod, repeat. Yeah. Because it's the same number of letters yeah. as die, which for people who don't know, the non-title but catchphrase of this catchphrase, tagline. Tagline, but then became the title. But it's not the title. But it's it be- just on all the packaging. But it became the DVD title. It's sort just of, on the because packaging. Because the actual yeah. title. The movie is still called Edge of Tomorrow. Edge of Live, Die, or Repeat. Which so. now, every time I say Edge of Tomorrow, I get the song Love Me Tomorrow by Chicago Yeah. in my head. Edge of Tomorrow. Yeah. I also think uh, this is such a generic movie title. It makes me think of a James Bond movie. Edge well, of Tomorrow would, Never Dies. One would argue that James Bond titles are not generic because they are James Bond titles. I also think this could be called U2 and The Edge of Tomorrow. I think it could U2 be called... U2 the band? U2? <laughs> With Bono be... and The Edge? And The Edge. And The Edge And of Larry tomorrow. Mullins Jr. And who's the fourth guy? At Slash. Slash? Come on. You are you talking U2 to me? I'm talking U2 <laughs> to you. We've got Bono. <laughs> We've got The Edge. We've got Larry Mullins Jr. And, and Adam Clayton? And I only know that because I know all the, the nicknames from you talking you two to me. I have no idea what you're talking Adam about. Adam Clay, 2,000 pounds. <laughs> <laughs> Adam, uh, uh, and uh, Larry Mullen, senior son. <laughs> these are the members of you two. It's I a very popular band. Names. Nope. From I only Ireland. know Bono and he's the worst. Whether he's the best or the worst is up to the world to decide. I have decided. But he is still a you, member of the band you, you two. Have, you have voted. Is Slash not in U2? Slash is in Guns N' Roses. Guns N' Roses. Okay, sorry. Or what once was Guns N' Roses. Sorry. He is no longer in Guns N' Roses because Guns (laughs) N' Roses is a whole different thing. (laughs) I think he's been replaced by Buckethead, right? What? Buckethead? There was an MTV Music Awards where Guns N' Roses came out. I was like, holy crap, Guns N' Roses. And Axl (laughs) Rose was all bloaty and puffy. And the guy in the Slash position was a guy wearing a KFC bucket on his head. Oh. And they called him Buckethead. Am I? Come on, guys. I don't know. I'll this take is, I'll take your word for it. I'm not challenging you. I, I don't. I just don't know about that. I'm an R&B person, so I don't really know from Buckethead. Well, I'm telling you from Buckethead. <laughs> How do you feel about Chicago? Love don't me tomorrow. Don't call me Buckethead. How do you feel about Chicago? Love me tomorrow. Well, if anybody remembers from the episode that I was on, and oh. how could they not? During the commercial break, you suggested that when I said promote Chicago, That's true. I meant the band. Yes. Which was not true. You're not a big Peter Cetera fan, huh? Actually, I do. I like Chicago. Will you still love me tomorrow? No, that is a whole different group. Who is that? Will you still love me tomorrow was was it the Shirelles? Oh yeah, 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 yeah. But wait, isn't there a isn't there a Will you still love me song from Chicago? Well, there's a song that's Wait, what's that? Huh? Wait, I'm thinking well, that's about Love it. Me Tomorrow. Love Me Tomorrow. That's, that's the song I'm talking that about. That is a command, oh. not a question. That's the song you're talking about? Yeah. Love Me Tomorrow. Dee, 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 da, da, dee. 
Hmm. Take it, Chris. I don't recognize that. Take it. Should I bring it up? You want me to bring up Love Me Tomorrow can, so you can hear can it? Can you bring it up? Yeah. Of course I could bring it up. Bring it up. I, and I, don't, know if, I don't know if you have the ability to. I've got the internet at my... The we internet. got so much going on this episode. I've got the internet at my fingertips. Should we start over? <laughs> Should we want to start over? I don't, I don't Do know. Do you think we've misstepped? Have we, have we crashed? I'm so, so slow. I don't know. Do you have the, the song at the ready? Maybe we start over and, and, and then you have the song ready to go. <sighs> If you could find the song, where we keep going, smooth, we keep going ahead. Moving I'm gonna ahead. find this. I'm gonna find the song first. Is it that? Da, 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 da. That's that Ghostbusters, right? Da, 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 da. <laughs> no, I am quite familiar with Ghostbusters. Thank you very much. Is it? This is the jazz version of Ghostbusters. I enjoy it very much. That's gonna be Parker Jr. has nothing on you. Is it? I'm gonna get it right now. Hold on, I gotta bring it up. Chris, talk about something else. Oh. Good job, Chris. Is it this one? Yeah, that's that's. <laughs> that's not it. <laughs> Is that the eight? It's this one. Okay. Hopefully, an ad won't pop up. Oh wait, I found it. You don't know this song? Heavy drums. No. Wait for the. What is the Peter? There is a Peter Cetera song about loving me tomorrow. Hmm, I don't know. <laughs> you don't know this one. Maybe I gotta get to the chorus. Uh, it, yeah. The chorus is what makes this yeah. song. This stuff at the beginning. It's a little. It's on shaky ground. Here it comes. Nope, 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 nope. Right. No, there is a Peter Cetera song that's about Will You Still Love Me Tomorrow? <laughs> Please look up the Peter Cetera Tomorrow song. Peter Cetera Tomorrow song. I'm going to type that in exactly. Probably not Peter Cetera. I'm going to type in Peter because Cetera. I am the worst with names ever. Peter? For example, I can never get Tanning Chatham's name right. That's fine. Are you thinking of the song... Uh, the, the one where he's the man in, in your knight in shining armor. From Robin Hood? I don't think I'm thinking of No, that's... from Karate Kid 2. Oh, Karate Kid 2? The only thing coming up is Love Me Tomorrow. Which was what How we were just playing. I we were just playing it. Who will fight for your or are you thinking of the next time I fall in, in love? love. It that will one? be with you. Yeah, but they no. don't say tomorrow in it. But but to- tomorrow no. kind of goes along with that knight in shining armor one. Wait, there's not a Peter Cetera song that's about tomorrow? I feel like we shouldn't be talking about Peter Cetera. Let's start the whole show over. <laughs> yeah, let's get yeah. back on track here. Let's get back on track. Hang on. Uh, here we go. Anybody All right, we've else? got an exciting episode. We've got a, our guest is a repeat guest. She was on the first episode. Let's introduce her. Tracy Todd, welcome to so Cruising Together. So happy to be here. Thank you very much. I want to talk about Peter Cetera. You want to talk about All right. Peter Cetera, what is your favorite Peter Cetera song? The one with Tomorrow. You know, every time I hear the name of the movie we're talking about, Love yeah. Me Tomorrow, yeah. I think, <laughs> or Edge <laughs> of Tomorrow, I think of Love Me Tomorrow. <laughs> yeah. And that's where we get to right now. Peter Cetera. Should we recap this movie? I'm ready, I'm ready when you are. Now that we're talking, now that we, I mean, we sort of jumped right to it. Actually, Tracy, before yeah. we do that. Bring it. Tracy. Yes. You were here for our very first episode I was here. with a guest. Yeah. You're back. I am. Guess who's back? Back again. Yeah, M&M's. Tracy's <laughs> back. I'm Tracy, making a Marshall Mathers reference. Friend. Tracy brought us donuts. 
Yes. That we're going to enjoy after the recording. Yes. <laughs> exactly. Uh, so I feel like you're back on some level because you want to do over. Uh, I wouldn't say I want to do over. Here's what I think. Talk to me. I think. And Chris. Chris is here too. I am talking. Talk to us. I am talking to both of you. Talk to us both, please. I feel like. I know I'm listening. I don't know what Chris is doing. Chris is not listening. That is okay. I'm absolutely listening. I'm going to talk anyway. Let's hear it. I feel like I was the first guest and therefore on the purest form of cruising together where we had to fill the time just by talking with talking in our wits. So I have never done a bit. <laughs> she says uh, she so she you want to do bits. She says so, she doesn't like leaning on all these gimmicks. No, yeah, she's saying I hear her saying that she wants to do all the bits. You're not listening to me. <laughs> I mean, we can. We got them all. Do we got them all ready. Hear the words that are coming out of my mouth. We've, I hear we've, you saying. We've evolved here's and what I heard. A here's lot what I heard. Yeah. Along. yeah, yeah, yeah. I heard. And I did the show. We had to fill all the time. I heard we were. I said we were on the purest. We didn't have any bits we had to the do. Purest form. I of wish cruising we could together. do bits. Pure cruising. <laughs> Pure cruise, an open road. Yeah. No pit stops. We just talked and talked Speaking and talked. Speaking of pits. Pits and bits rhymes. Pit stops. Kibbles. Kibbles. Pit stops. Is kibble exclusively animal food? I feel like it is. Kibble. Kibble. Kibble was one of the soldiers that Tom Cruise was in J-Squad with in this movie. Was he? Kib- kibble. Kimmel. Kibble. <laughs> what is it? Gristle? <laughs> Gri- grizzle? Grip, Grim, Kimmel. Grimble, Kimmel. Gimble? Kimmel? Kimmy? Kimmel. Kimmel. Ch- Jimmy Kimmel? The guy, Kimmy the Schmidt. guy that gets in that suit, Gibbler. he's all naked except for that exosuit. Oh, and his teddy bear. And his teddy bear. All right, now we're talking about but the movie. But now we're talking about the movie. We haven't we should done recap the recaps the movie. yet. We should okay. get, we should, this is called Cruising Together. You're both recapitated. Should we start now, What? let's just talk about no the way. movie. No <laughs> way. cannot hijack. <laughs> I think I just did. What better way to start talking about a movie than with a recap? I feel like this show let's has been hijacked. I think, we should, I think we should start over. Start over again. And we will do it together. Welcome to Cruising Together. Recap. So that's real fun you. and inspiring. <laughs> I'm your host, Chris Jerusalem. I'm your other host, Chris <laughs> Greg Schiegel. With, with us is our returning guest, Tracy Todd, who is ready to Recapitate. enter into a recap battle <laughs> of these mo- this movie, Edge of Tomorrow. Ready to judge the recap. She's ready to judge the recap. <laughs> I'm ready to enter as, for the listener. As you better be. I'm ready because I'm going to crush you. Well, we'll see. For Who the listener. First? I'm going first, but uh, can I explain to the listener? Explain to the listener what's happening? that the recap battle is each of us giving recaps and then. Tracy will decide who gave the better recap. It's better. It's good to explain for the guest, too. Yeah. Who, as I mentioned, was on the purest form now. of cruising together with no Well, bits. you're mentioning it now for the first time because we started the whole show over. Now. I have the power <laughs> to remember previous episodes oh. or previous times. Oh, so even though you've lived, like, even though we're starting brand new, you have memories I remember of that we possibly okay. have done yes. it before. Interesting. Mm-hmm. All right. Here's how this works. Chris and I have, in advance of this recording, written our recaps which is short for recapitulation of this movie, Edge of Tomorrow. We will read these. Our guest, Tracy Todd, will judge them, decide who wins, dubbed the recaptain, and who loses, therefore being recapitated. (laughs) We alternate who goes first. Chris, you went first last time. I will begin this time. Let me take my recap out of this. (laughs) Good luck to you, sir. Thank you, young man. Good luck to you both. Thank you, Tracy. Judge Tracy. Thank you, Judge. Here we go. 
Tom Cruise plays Major William Cage, who despite being military has never seen battle. Kind of like Tom Cruise's Lieutenant Caffey in A Few Good Men, who'd never seen the inside of a courtroom. Cage is sent to fight the alien mimics anyway, where it's a massacre. Similar to the battle from Born on the Fourth of July, where Tom Cruise played inexperienced soldier Ron Kovic in a chaotic war situation. Cage is killed, covered in alien mimic blood. Cage wakes up to relive the day he just lived, and every time he dies, he wakes up again. He can't die, and neither could Vampire Lestat, who Tom Cruise played in Interview with the Vampire, The Vampire Chronicles. In repeating his, re- his relived day in battle, he meets Rita Vratrasky, a.k.a. the Angel of Verdun, a.k.a. Full Metal Bitch, <laughs> a badass soldier who knows what's happening to Cage because it happened to her and helps train him to defeat the top of the mimic food chain, the Omega. Not dissimilar to Tom Cruise as Nathan Algren learning the way of the samurai in The Last Samurai, or even Fast Eddie Felsen teaching Vincent, as played by Tom Cruise, about hustling pool in The Color of Money. Turns out, it's the alien blood that's given him the power to live, die, repeat. Cage becomes a badass soldier and killing machine in his own right. Think of a mix of Tom Cruise as Ethan Hunt from the Mission Impossible films, Tom Cruise as Jack Reacher in Jack Reacher, Tom Cruise as Vincent from Collateral, and Taps' cadet captain David Sean, played by Tom Cruise. And he and Rita find the Mimic Omega. They destroy the Omega, but sacrifice themselves doing so, just as Tom Cruise, in the role of Jack Harper, did in Oblivion. Except Cage, dying, gets covered again in Mimic blood, and this time he wakes up earlier in time to before he even got sent into battle. The end. Chris, your turn. First, I just want to say, well done. Thank you. Interesting gimmick. <laughs> gimmick? Well. That's a recap. First sorry. of all, see, now you're sorry. already campaigning. Oh, jeez. Just do what you do. All right. Bro. Whenever you're ready. Aliens have invaded Earth. Tom Cruise plays Major William Cage, a PR officer with no combat experience, who is forced into combat against the alien invaders. He dies immediately. Or does he? Cage wakes up the previous day to relive the sequence of events leading him into combat, ending again in death and resetting again to the day before. Caught in a seemingly endlessly repeating time loop, Cage lives, dies, and repeats, learning from each turn, improving and advancing further each time until he ultimately beats the final boss and wins the game. (laughs) All right. Okay. Two takes. Lots to think about here. Two recaps. You could talk us through it. Yeah. You are the ultimate judge. Whatever your criteria are is. Criteria are is. Are. Criterion is. Oh, Criterion Collection. Thank you very much. You think this movie will make it to the Criterion Collection? It was very interesting. I bet you it does. Think of all the the behind-the-scenes sort of things. Explanations. Deleted scenes. I'm sorry, Judge. You need explanations. The ending was weird. Well, we'll get to that. Um, So, I will say that I came into this uh, hoping that one of you would at least say, live, die, repeat. (laughs) Since you both did. Now yeah. I'm totally thrown. Oh, my. So that I was going to be the winning line. That was going to be the winning. I was going to give it to anyone who just said live, die, repeat as their recap. Oh, just wow. three words. Just three words. Real, yes. fun, inspiring, live, die, repeat. Yes. Interesting. Yes. I appreciated that, Greg, you recapped basically all the Tom Cruise movies <laughs> <laughs> or a lot of the Tom Cruise movies up until this point. It's a thematic note to it. Sure. Yep. Appreciate that a lot. Thank you. However, oh, oh, that's never, that's, 
<laughs> so I, <laughs> I saw this movie with Jacob and it Jacob felt Shabbat, like previous guest, episode Risky Business. Continue. Also, my boyfriend. Whoa. Ooh, out under the color. Something just got suddenly warm in here. <laughs> and I watched it with him last night, and I watched it with him when it first came out. And both times I said, if I hadn't spent so much time watching him play video games, I would not have appreciated the metaphor or the, the framing device for this movie. And because Chris brought in the video game music i have to award that illusion so chris is the recaptain greg is recapitated i will also say that i am an avid listener of cannot win i am an avid listener I and i know win. that you have not won the last the few times i'm so bad at this. and i also was thinking about that coming into this thinking oh okay think about these things if i have to give it to greg I give it not layers. i will be happy to give it to greg but I can't not give it to Chris. Layers. I, I'm like, oh, look, Tom Cruise repeating roll like parts and <sighs> can't win. Well, uh-huh. all I can say is that uh, <sighs> maybe my losing streak hasn't hasn't hit the airwaves yet. No, you lost like the first three. I lost. No, I lost like there was a good clip where I was losing them every time. Mm-hmm. I think the last one I listened to, Greg, was kind of like, oh, man. My yeah. winning streak has gone away. Yeah. So I had that in the back of my mind when I came in today. I don't. I haven't kept track of the wins and losses, but I'm pretty sure you've got me well beat, Broheem. Tracy, thank you for your judgment. I want to say that it was. I feel like it was fair. I accept it. It looked, but it was also hard. The, the rules they were of both. The rules of judgment really well thought are out. your own. Yes. I accept my loss graciously. I know that when it comes to recapping, mine was better. Minus, I didn't have video game music. I get it. Hey, it's cool. I appreciate it. Also, the way you just said mine was better was up talking as if you were questioning it. So no, there was I feel no like que- there was no question. There's, about a, there's it. a lack of confidence there. I said also difficult. mine was better. I got to say Full Metal Bitch in mine and Angel of Verdun. Yeah, see, I don't, I don't, uh, you know. Did you even I, mention I, Rita Vitrasky? I don't. Did lower you even my... mention Rita Vitrasky? No. Now again, I try I to make point it out, as simple as I possible point for out, people to know what the I movie is about. I want to point out that I'm accepting this graciously. <laughs> I'm accepting this loss with grace <laughs> and nobility. Mm, questionable. Do you want to do over, Greg? <laughs> <sighs> you want to switch? I'm, I'm tempted to do over. Should we do over? If you want to. I mean, the problem is... I don't have any anything to add to my perfect what's, recap. What's funny, is, <laughs> what's funny is I had a second recap I'd written. That would have been to the tune of Love Me Tomorrow. Do you want to try it? <laughs> Why don't I know this song? But I had, here's, here's what I had written, and I'm like, I can't do this again. This will take forever. These were the, this were the two stanzas I'd written. Edge of Tomorrow, Tom Cruise is William Cage living one day again and again. Right? Yes. Edge of Tomorrow, Cage meets Rita, Vrachaski, they work together to save the day. What are these stanzas? Oh, they're the song. The yeah, song the Peter, okay. your favorite Peter Cetera song. We're going to have to look at the break for the other Peter Cetera I would like song. to be awarded another victory having What? That was not an official entry. I was saying that would have been. I know. I just, I would still like another victory. Could have been so beautiful. Give another victory. Chris can have all the victories. Do you want to start over? On a cold you December want to start over. You want to start over from the top? From the top? Let's do it. <sighs> Anybody else wants to come with me? 
I'm your host, Greg. I'm Chris. Anybody else? Tracy is our guest. Recap. Ah, I lost again. I'm the recaptain. Damn it. So what next, Tracy? Peter Cetera. So what next, Tracy? Hold on. We're the hosts. I'm the guest. We're starting over. cater to the guest. Boo. So one of the things I'm one of your hosts, Greg (laughs) Siegel. I'm your host, Chris Jeruso. We're talking about tomorrow. With us is our guest, Tracy Todd. Our guest. (laughs) Guest is the operative word. Guess who our guest (laughs) is. Tracy Todd, who was our guest. She was in our very first episode. I guessed that our guest was Tracy Todd. She, uh... And I guessed correctly. Uh, recap. Talk, talk, talk. It's one of the things I realized about this movie. Yeah. Is that Tom Cruise, much like myself, must be so exhausted reliving this day over and over and over and over again the many times that he did. That's a good question. Now, do you think he woke up with full energy? Like, here we go. Or do you think the mental drain started to be like, oh. Well, he took that day off. He did take that one day off to go to the bar. Yeah. Very interesting. He's never actually slept. Well, technically, he's waking up from a full sleep. You think so, or you think it's like it's like bullet in his head, instantly waking up? Or do you think he's got? I think nine he's waking up from that point where he rest. woke up. So whatever hours of, of rest he got. So you're saying is he waking up feeling refreshed from from a full sleep? Huh. Well, he's got to feel hungover, right? Because he was drugged or whatever it was, or tasered. Yeah, yeah but then he has. But then he has the night of training, and theoretically, they wake up the next morning. That's right. So he does have a 24 hour time right. before he goes into the S. But you can't imagine that he got a good night's sleep. Well, not the first time anyway. Right, but eventually he's probably like, I'm going to I'm going to clock in early, guys. <laughs> yeah. I'm good. <laughs> I would think he's Release. not always exhausted. I think some days like the day he free- first speaks to uh, Emily Blunt's uh, Rita Vertasky. Rita Vertasky. I think the day the he angel woke up after of Verdun. that, he, I bet you he woke up that Full day Full metal like, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> Here's the thing. Why do they call her that if she's the hero? She's she's like the best. Yeah, Why is everybody mad? It's like I don't it's think like, they're mad. It's like it's like it's like when a man mad. like when a man does heroic things on the battlefield, I th- he's like a hero. But when a woman does those things, she's a bitch. I think it's more like uh like Badass. that. Am I right? No. Yeah, like that Britney Spears song, like <laughs> "You Better Work, Bitch" or whatever. Like I think it's that. I think that's RuPaul. Oh, so you think it's it's a it's a respectful no, beat. Britney Spears has a, a I song. Know I'm Britney, bitch. Yeah, that one. Yeah. You will I work. am? Will I am? And Britney, but bitch. RuPaul, does she say bitch? And it's just work. No. Work it, girl. Bitch is implied. Do your thing on the runway. Bitch is implied. Rita Vertasky, when when they refer to her <laughs> as the full, I believe it's inferred. <laughs> you she, inferred it. I never implied it. When no, they, I feel like RuPaul is implying bitch. All right. You know, because I know RuPaul well. Of course, you call her Ru. Yeah, Ru. Yeah, of course. What is RuPaul's real name? Paul. Rupe. Is it Paul. just Paul? I don't know. Roop. I thought you knew Rue so well. I do, but she has completely, you know, her original self has been subsumed by RuPaul. So that's Mm. all that there is. I remember when RuPaul first showed up. Yeah. Really? No, sorry. Wow. I'm just breathing. Oh, my God. (laughs) We're starting over. (laughs) (laughs) I remember when RuPaul first showed up. I don't remember that. And people would talk about RuPaul and go, you know, as a man, he's very handsome. That was a thing. Does anybody else have, does anybody else hear, hear people say that? I remember people saying that, that he's a beautiful woman. 
I just remember that when he doesn't yeah, have his makeup. But when he takes off, like, like, did you really expect? Like, okay, he's gonna take off all the makeup. He's gonna look like where, where Igor. dress up like a man and then look like some <laughs> ugly beast. Yeah, he's gonna look like some sort of monster. Of course, he's handsome. Listen, that's a thing I remember people saying. I don't remember. How did we get off on RuPaul? Full metal bitch. Yeah. Full metal B. In this, oh, movie, this guy can't even say question. <laughs> this guy can't even say it. So question for Tracy and Tracy. Say with an accent. Say full meter beach. Is yeah, it because they were on a beach? Intended to be a term like, of Normandy. respect. Yeah. Okay. Greg, what do you think? What is the? Or do you think it's jealousy? I what? don't think it's jealousy. They were using it in ads. That no, Tom I thought that was spray created. painted graffiti. That's what it looked like, but I don't think. Yeah, I think that's the whole idea. Is just like. That's a badass lady right there. I, Join is, up. Is there a? Can you hear me? Yeah. Okay. I feel like now I, she was I like she myself. was the poster soldier for the new jacket technology. With this new jacket technology and limited training, she killed hundreds of mimics on only her first day of combat. Are you saying? Did you say new Jack City technology? New jacket technology. Where's Lee Snipes. Her Never new saw jacket it. technology. It's me like either. an exosuit. Have you ever seen New Jack City? Yes. All right. I, I think so. Now, what, Once. What a long you... time ago. <laughs> How long ago? Probably 92. Who'd you see it with? Uh, let's see. I saw it with Mike and Ed. Mike and, and Ike? And Jay. Mike and Ike and Jay. Delicious. Yes. Ed. You were about to ask something, Tracy. Now I can't remember. Well, first I want to say, because you brought up uh, Wesley Snipes, I have a problem where I confuse Wesley Snipes, Samuel L. Jackson, and Lawrence Fishburne. I know you. I, I didn't realize Wesley Snipes okay. was part well, of well, I've heard Wes- Wesley Snipes became part of the equation last night when I was explaining to Jacob again for the unth time. Jacob episode time, Risky Business. That I have a problem with Lawrence Fishburne and uh, Samuel L. Jackson, but instead of saying Samuel L. Jackson, I said Wesley Snipes. Wow. So I have now added him into the mix. Wesley of- Snipes was in Jungle Fever? <laughs> Oh, yeah, that was not Sam Jackson. Wesley nope. Snipes was in... How about... that? I just... Can I just get... I could have said Passenger 57. I could have said Blade. Uh-huh. I could have said White Men Can't Jump. Uh-huh. I feel like it's a funnier choice to say Jungle Fever, the movie most people probably don't think about when they think of Wesley Snipes. Uh-huh. What, well, he was a vampire. In Blade, the in vampire Blade. hunter. Yeah. Tom Cruise is a vampire. In the interview with the vampire, the Vampire Chronicles. So there we go. Jungle Fever was a Stevie Wonder song, and the last time Tracy was on, we talked about Steve Gold. No, that wasn't when you were on. No. We Bramwin talked, about, talked Ritchie. about Stevie Wonder. We talked about Stevie Wonder on the Outsiders episode. We talked about Lionel Richie. We did. Lionel Richie. Dancing Lionel on the ceiling. Should Kitty we start City over again? Richie. I think we should. I messed that one up. Let's get that. Let's start <laughs> it over. <laughs> if only life worked this way. And we will do it together. Welcome to the show. Recap. I've been recapitated. <laughs> Lionel Richie is what we talked about when Tracy was on the first time. And then we did the Outsiders episode. We talked about Stevie Wonder, who had the song Jungle Fever, starring Wesley Snipes. This this new jacket technology, right? The exosuit that they wear, yeah. that these soldiers wear. Yeah. Um, I'm just jumping right to it. This is a cruise control for me. Can we take a break and come back? I don't know. What Will you allow it? it? How long has it been? It's been long enough. Is it time to reset? You know what? <laughs> Hold that thought. Let's start over. Let's let's do the cruise control after the break, but we should start over so it's nice and clean. I'm Greg. 
Chris. Our Tracy. guest is Tracy. <laughs> I've been recapitated. Lionel Richie. I'm the recapitated. Peter Cetera. <laughs> Let's take a break. We'll be right back. All right. All right. Whoa. Who's that? What voice was Who's that? What? That was a like a All demon. Right. Yeah. Who is that? This is. <laughs> I don't know. Oh, fantastic! Way to start this break off. Welcome everybody to the break of episode thirty-eight, Edge of Tomorrow, where we're going to talk about a few things. First thing. This show lives at HatterEntertainment.com slash cruising, where you can listen to all past episodes. Enjoy the show in that capacity. See uh, the descriptions of the shows, that sort of thing. You can also donate to support the show by clicking the link that says uh, to donate. Click that. You can contact us through the website or at cruising at HatterEntertainment.com or on Twitter at cruising Show. Chris, you want to add more to... What's the next thing we usually talk about? Um, iTunes. 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 You can download the show on iTunes. And, and you can. <laughs> you can subscribe. And if you do, if you have a moment, please review and rate us. Give us, please, five out of the five stars. Why would we? Why would we want any less? We're going to be at like that false humility thing. It's like, nah, give us three stars because you know I, I think we're a solid three out of five. That's not going to help us. Give us five and leave a comment. Greg, what kind of comment should they leave? Well, I suggest people leave the word real, fun, or inspiring if they choose. Or I would suggest the the additional wake up maggot, edgy. edgy. See, I was gonna say wake up maggot. I say edgy. Okay, either one of those works. But you see why I said wake up maggot, maggot, right? Well, that's the thing they say in the movie Edge of Tomorrow. Actually, you know, it'd be a fun comment. I listen again and again and again and write as many agains as you can. <laughs> or I listen to it over and you over and write? over. Oh. You're saying that's that is the comment you want someone to leave. I'm saying that could be a fun comment. With I, just thought, as, I thought you paused momentarily as an aside to tell me that you that you, you you listened again and again and again and again, and I was like waiting for, and then you told me to write again. I'm like, why would I write what you're saying right now? I think it would be a funny thing to to leave as can a we just review. Start over? Let's just start the, the the break over again. No, why is this your obsession with starting the breaks over again? This break started great. There was like a weird mystery voice. I thought maybe we were. I thought I would do as you just did and play off the theme of the movie. Oh, sorry. Listen, I blew it. I took you, you sure for serious. Did. I took you for serious, and I should have taken you for jokes. We just we just got killed by the mimics like five or six times, at the very least. I'll. You know what it is? I'll, I'll, we'll start over a bunch of times, but I'll edit this all together so it seems like we never started over. Beautiful. Gorgeous. Yeah, because all, all that really counts is the one where we succeed. Gorgeous. Our guest for this episode is Tracy Todd, Tracy Todd who made her return appearance. Yet this time, she is not plugging Chicago and leaving it up to us to determine which kind of Chicago it is. 
Oh man, she brought a she brought a. Well, here's what she, she wrote. A lot of, she has a lot of promotions to promote. Well, here's here's what she said. She said, "Quote, I gave this some thought, and I couldn't come up with anything particularly funny or clever." Parentheses, and I don't have anything to plug myself since I'm not a creator, and the books I've edited for Abrams don't come out until the fall. Close parentheses. Plug. She works for Abrams. So I thought I'd be sincere. Boo. That's her reflecting on giving a boo for sincerity, which is funny. So here's what I think we should do, Chris. I think you should read the first one. I'll read the next one. Then you read the next one. Then I'll read the next one. And we go alternating down this list. You read the next one, and then I read the next one? No, no. You read the first one. I read the second one. You read the third one. I read the fourth one. So you do all the odd numbers. I do all the even numbers. All right. So odd number one would start with you. You know, we're not going to start at zero. There is no zero. All right. Number one, Tracy says, I also want to promote Picks One Weirdest Weekend and Picks Two, available in the near future. Hey, that's my book, which is available. That is at your Pix, book. It's available at PicksComic.com, where with the coupon code CRUISIN, you get the book for 15% off. The next one, she says, number two, I also want to promote the G-Man Super Journal and G-Man in all forms. Hey, those are my books, which you can learn all about at chrisgcomics.com. You, you read the next one. Then she says, I want to promote The Mighty Skullboy Army, Volumes 1 and 2, by Jacob Shabbat, available from Dark Horse Comics. And I very much want to promote the possibility of Volume 3. That sounds pretty good to me. And you can learn about Jacob and Skullboy at beetlebugcomics.com. Is that even, does he, I think he uses a Tumblr now, man. See, this is why you can't get wrapped up in the internet. You can't get wrapped up in the internet, man. God forbid somebody goes to his website. You cannot get wrapped up in the internet. She continues, quote, I want to promote The Stuff of Legend, The Intrepid Scapegoat, and all other things by my prolific pal, Brian Smitty Smith. I'll throw in the basics as well. Do a search. Do a search on the internet. Brian Smith, intrepid escape goat. Brian Smith, the basics. You'll find it. BrianSmithComics.com. You'll find it. Oh, there I go again. You read the next one, Chris. All right. I want to promote Star Bunny Incorporated by my pal Dave Roman. And uh, I'm sorry, Greg, but I'm going to tell people go to StarBunny.net to read Star Bunny Incorporated. All right. Dave it Roman. is about bunnies that make milkshakes that are the best milkshakes in the galaxy. For what it's worth, Dave Roman, Brian Smitty-Smith, and Jacob Shabbat were all guests on this very program. So They sure were. She continues, I want to promote Boulder and Fleet by my other pal, Jersey Drozd, who also hosts many podcasts. If you go to comicsaregreat.com, you can learn all about Jersey Drozd. See, I can name websites, too. Chris. Yeah, name one. Hatterentertainment.com okay. slash cruising. How about boulderandfleet.com? I'm sending them to Jersey, and they'll find Boulder and Fleet through that, bro. Oh, too bad we give them uh, multiple options to find our good pal Jersey. I, as in Tracy, want to promote SpongeBob Comics, where you can see a lot of great work by all of these guys and so many more. And by all of these guys... I believe she is referring to uh, you, Greg. Yeah, I'm one the of them. Aforementioned, 
The aforementioned Jacob. Yep. The aforementioned Smitty. Yep. Occasionally Dave Roman uh, I, is in there. On occasion. And but so me and Jersey more. are sitting here. Me and Jersey are sitting over on the curb just like, you know, moping. Just twiddling. Right? You, the Spongebobbers. She then says, Basically, I just want to promote all the great and underrated things my good friends are doing, mostly because their cool stuff makes me even cooler by association. Which we appreciate, because I'm not sure how cool we are. Really. Cool is as cool does. And then she says one one more thing, Chris. Do you want to take this one last thing? She says in parentheses. She says, uh, can you read it what? like a, can you read it like, can you really deliver on this one? Yeah. All right. Sweet. What? He thought I wasn't going to make this about me. Thank you. You're welcome, buddy. That was like, cause that was like the great catchphrase that Johnny Carson, like he'd do the, he'd do that golf club thing. Yep. And that would be his. He said, "Watch how." He said, "Watch how far I hit this thing." But like, I don't think he would hit it very far. No, but as he would do it, he'd be like, "But he'd be like, you thought I was going to make this about me?" And then he'd swing that golf club. He'd swing that golf club in slow motion. Yeah. The ball would just come, come, come like tumbling (laughs) off of that tee. Right. Go maybe like eight or eight or nine feet, depending on if if it went on if it was like on carpet. It would go eighty. It wouldn't roll as far as it was on like hard linoleum. Well, it would either go. I believe eight, the Tonight Show floors were made of linoleum. It would go eight, made of them. It would go eight or nine feet or eighty-nine feet, depending on the flooring. Yes. <laughs> I think by this point, Chris, we've recorded thirty-eight of these shows. Or we've recorded all of them by the time people are hearing this, but we've released thirty-eight shows. Is it is it entirely possible? Chris Giruso. We done lost our minds. Nope. Fantastic. Sane as sane as I ever was. <laughs> sane as it ever was. Sane as it ever was. Oh, this is not my beautiful house. This is not my beautiful wife. But this is our beautiful. How did I get here? This is our beautiful podcast. So we should probably get back to it. Don't you think? Yes, sir. Or do you want to just redo this break all over again? Get up, maggot. We're back. Ready for round two. What I am about to tell you sounds crazy. But you have to listen to me. Oh, yeah, Very lives trailer. depend on it. I have not. Oh yeah, this is. Yes, I've seen this. This is what we saw in the office with Michael Scott you and see, Dwight. Yes, exactly that. Do we get? Yeah. Do we get? We've had this conversation. What day is it? Judgment Day. You just came in with the fresh recruits. I should put swingers on that list too. He also directed swingers. The invasion will fail. Doug Lyman. Soldier, you are sending. We lose everything. This one is creepy. It is a little creepy. Come find me when you wake up. She didn't use that sword enough. 
I know. And why was she the only one that had one? I did some reading on that. That's, oh, a, yeah. that's a cruise control for me. Oh. <laughs> All right. Let's hold off. She makes me want to get back into yoga. What happened to you happened to me. That push-up, that sexy push-up she does. Well, she just, like, is there in that pose for 10 minutes. That's a, that's a cruise control for me. Winning the war. We saw plenty of those sexy push-ups. Just come here every day and I'll train you. Good push-up repeat. Yeah. Push-up re repeat. Live, die, repeat. Yeah, that's the tagline. For the movie, but I think it became the title for the DVD. Yeah, I did the research. They never All changed kinds the of title. controversial title talk. I'm not a soldier. I was like Robocop. Of course you're not. You're a weapon. Edge of tomorrow. When he when he starts it, when he gets a <laughs> when he gets the hang of hey, that suit, he that's why I'm here. He that logo running. at the end. All right, hold on. There's a lot. There's a lot going on. When we left off, there were, <laughs> there's a couple of threads we need to resolve. So the first thread we need to resolve is the matter of Peter Cetera. <laughs> <laughs> that is not Peter Cetera. All right, this song is Will You Still Love, me? Will you still love me Tomorrow. Tomorrow? Is it indeed the Shirelles? It is. All right. It was also the writer of this song was uh, uh, Tapestry. What's her name? What? Tapestry. The, the album Tapestry. Carol King. Oh. So Carol King did a version of this song as well. A slowed down, almost yes. melancholy version. I remember that. But we were talking about Peter Cetera and the song Love Me Tomorrow. And Tracy, our guest, said, isn't another Peter Cetera song, Will You Still Love Me Tomorrow? Turns out the song she was thinking of is called, Will You Still Love Me? No, Tomorrow. And the word tomorrow is nowhere to be found. We just listened to it <laughs> over the break. <laughs> and that's okay. Yeah. The second matter. Chris, you wanted to get right into which segment? I think cruise control. You want to get into cruise control? Or you want to get? To, I don't remember. You wanted? You had a top timer. It was cruise control because I was talking about those exo exoskeletons. All right, let's do cruise control. This is a story about control. Cruise. And this time I'm gonna do it my way. All right, this is cruise control, the segment of the show where we are put in control of the movie and talk about what we would change for better or worse. Chris, you are rip raring to go. Start us off. There was that big dude who got into that exosuit naked except for his jock strap. The guy you say is named Kibbles. Kibble or something like that. He had his teddy bear. And, and his, his teddy bear. And he had his teddy bear. That just highlighted to me like how vulnerable everybody was in those exosuits. Regular military dressed in something, some sort of protective gear like a Kevlar suit or something. I think they just have uh, flak jackets. Flak, which is made out of... Kevlar. But that's just the that's just the chestal region. Just how about they wear that inside the exosuit? Is that is that I think many of them were wearing that inside the exosuit. <laughs> just Kibble was the only one. But no, your cruise control. You want them all to be wearing flak jackets under their suits. You know, look, maybe I feel like your cruise control is just Kibble put some clothes on. <laughs> well, uh, see, that it started out like that. Right. But then it was it was like, hey, wait a minute, they should all be more protected 
in these suits. I just want everyone to be safe. Sure. Better safe than sorry is the old expression. All right. That's it. That's, that's it. For it? My, that's it for that. Well, I have more. Oh, you got more? I have more controls, but I, I don't. I mean, if anybody else has anything to say about I have, these exosuits. I have two cruise controls. Tracy, what do you have in the cruise control department? I don't have anything. Come on. You got to have something. All right, Tracy. One of my cruise controls. Wait, yeah. how many do you have? I have several. Can I do one? No. Okay. <laughs> Tracy said she didn't have one, but I think she does because another thing I wanted to say was <laughs> Ritaski, who's like the big hero, carries that giant sword that we see people uh, carrying around when they're dressed up like manga characters at yeah. comic book conventions. Yeah. How come she's the only one with a sword like that? I did some research on this. Well, that, you know, what, did you, what did you dig up? Now, what would you change? Just that she, everybody has why a sword? Does, or? Why, doesn't, why don't more people get those awesome swords? That's a question. So I'm saying what would you change? Give them all swords. Okay. So the research, I, what I learned about the swords is this movie is based on a manga. Nope. An anime. Nope. It's based on something. A novel. It's based on a novel <laughs> with drawings or something. Nope. Based on a novel that then became a manga. All right. So it is based on a manga. What? And <laughs> apparently... <laughs> Wait, manga. my cruise control is... I want Greg to say it's based on a novel. It's based on a novel, <laughs> a manga novel. No! It was a regular prose novel that then was adapted into a manga. Right. And that then, then was, was adapted, adapted into right. a comic. Right. That's like... Wait, the manga was... The manga was adapted the into a comic. The novel was adopted into adapted into uh, a comic. The manga was the comic. The comic was, was there the was manga. There was a manga and comic a western and manga style are the same comic. and a western comic. Yes. Anyway, <laughs> apparently, since Rita has been in this game so long, she's become so expert at it for this battle. She since she experienced the living again thing, she lost the uh, the melee weapon, or maybe that is a melee weapon. Because she kept running out of ammo, so she just learned how to use a sword to kick ass with a sword. Uh, because she had, at Verdun, she had relived it over and over again. I retract my cruise control regarding the sword. No, you could still want everybody to I have retract swords. retract it. All right, retract it. It now makes sense. You retract it like the guns retract into the backs of those exosuits. <laughs> Connections. Please do the transformer sound. That would be Chris's responsibility. All right, one of my cruise controls is, and we re- alluded to this while watching the trailer. When we first meet, actually meet, not just in posters, Rita Vitrasky, a.k.a. the Angel of Verdun, a.k.a. Full Metal Beach. <laughs> yeah. She is coming out of a push-up or some sort of pose. Yoga pose, yeah. And we cut back to that several times. And I have a few questions and things I would uh, want to adjust. First of all, if I'm not mistaken, she's just in this pose in the middle of a training session where there's things whipping around. I want to know. I want a scene to explain why she's doing that. And that's what I want. <laughs> All right. Anytime you want to work into another, like another exosuit situation, uh, I'm ready. <laughs> Great. So I would like, that's one other thing. I would be like, hey, we keep cutting to this uh, sexy push-up pose. Why was she even in that pose? It's, a, it's an unanswered question I would like answered. That's my cruise control. I have one more, but I'll let you throw another one of yours into the pile, Chris. Well, I would just say that she was doing yoga. But in the middle of... That would be like Nightcrawler doing yoga in the middle of the danger room while the thing is active. I think it just shows how awesome she is. She is completely at peace. She has found her... But why do it right there? Center. Well, I'm sure it's more 
just to show off her figure. That's why I'm physicality. saying. I'm just saying. Give me a give me a reason. Give me a reason to stay here. <laughs> Trace Chapman. Yeah. Chris, you have another cruise control? Yeah. I have one other cruise control. We first. we we first get we first get a good assessment of Major Cage when he's talking to General Brigham. And Brigham is telling him, I want you to go on the front lines with a film crew so we can sell this invasion. Because I don't want everybody thinking like, oh, this is a bad idea. I want you to show everybody that it's it's that we're winning. Kind of like Tom Cruise in Lions for Lambs. <laughs> Nailed it. <laughs> and Tom is saying, uh, no, thank you. Thanks, but no thanks. I am not going out there. Right. And... And he says, "That's not. A, I'm not asking you. That's a, that's a direct order." He's like, "Well, I'm I'm United States military," and Brigham says, "Well, I talked to your CO, and I'm in command of you now." Yes, these are all facts. If I was if I was Major Cage, I'd maybe want to like talk to my CO like right away before I go immediately into blackmail attempts. All right, sure, and it's, and it's never confirmed. Later at the airport, he wants to talk to his CO, but that never gets that never happens. All right, fair. Show us that this that the, his CO actually put him. Yeah, I'm not gonna offer. I'm not gonna fight your cruise control, man. You're in control. Here's mine. I don't think Rita should have kissed William Cage. I agree. And here's what I learned reading the internet: that wasn't in the script. What? That was She's Emily Blunt improvising that going scene. Going for it. Hmm. And I'm like, that was a bad move. That made, made no logical sense, and she shouldn't have kissed him. I also don't understand why she, what the whole point of her giving her middle name was. That never played out in any real way. But the kiss is the thing I would change. No kiss. No kiss. I think the middle name. No kiss. I think the middle name. No kiss. I think the middle name thing. No kiss. I agree with no kiss. Thank you. Moving on. <laughs> no, I agree too. And I, I last night when we were watching the movie, I was like, please don't kiss him. Please don't kiss him. Because I couldn't remember if she did. She did. Ugh. I think the middle name thing was just him about him getting close to her and wanting to see if she'd tell him her middle name earlier than when. I thought it would pay off later where he'd, he'd say like, I know your middle name. Like that would play. But it didn't. It was just a. It was just a. Well, the payoff was her middle name was something different than what he said in the car. And I think he was fishing in the car to see if she, he could get her to say her real middle name. I guess. But again, that wasn't my cruise control. My cruise control is about no kiss. <laughs> I'm surprised nobody has brought up the oh. the conceit yet. What conceit? The whole thing that he's a PR guy. Well, would you change that? Well, I feel like the movie changed that from the novel, from the source material. He was just a straight up private from day one, day one in the novel. He right? was 17 in the novel. Yeah. Well, so he had to on. run this back, well, write this Tom backstory. Tom Cruise is a great actor. But there are limits to what he can actually pull off. So they had to rewrite this like unbelievable backstory, I feel like, in order for Tom Cruise to play this role. I thought it was quite believable. You did? I went yeah, to ROT. Unbelievable. Went to ROT- oh! I'm right? never, I don't have the training. I, was, I went to ROTC in college. Yeah. It's my advertising term. Firm. Unbelievable. Oh! <laughs> Can't stand the sight of blood. Not, not even a paper cut. <laughs> So you would you would change it to make him seventeen? I'm, I'm I'm basically forcing you to do a cruise control. I just think it was clumsy. It was clumsy. So writing. you would make it less clumsy. I would 
maybe stick source closer to the source material. Okay. Beginning with the title. Which was? All You Need Is Kill. Oh. I don't know, Tracy, if you know what's going on in society these days. <laughs> this movie is at least a year old. Chris, do you have any other cruise control? Or should we get out of the I segment? have one major cruise control. Why did you start with the major one? I, work, major. I start with the minor and I work nope. up to the majors. I work up this to the majors. This ain't baseball. I start in the minors. Remember those Chilean minors? Oh. Yeah. Uh, how many there's book deals did we get out of that? There's a movie made out of it. When's that movie coming I out? I don't know. Who's starring? Not Tom Cruise. That's why I don't know. <laughs> All right. The end of this movie. Yeah. Is not entirely clear. Yes. And a lot of people, I actually went looking on the internet. Like, okay, is, does anybody say the same thing that I thought? And there's lots of wild theories. Why didn't they just, ha- they could have had a scene after he sees Vertasky at the end where he says, check this out. Here's what just happened last <laughs> night. Like, here's the update. You, again, every day he meets her, it's the first time she's meeting him. Yeah. So just start that whole thing again, that conversation, but explain, no, 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 we got the, we got the Omega. We killed the Omega. Right. And then, and just, just for some sort of explanation, so we don't have to fight like nerds on the internet. But that did come up. Wait, what's the fight? That did come up that they, what they, I'm saying the nerds, the nerds on the internet now arguing with each other. But what's the argument? Why is he saying hi to her? No, it's. What happened? Like, where does where does this energy surge come from that happened a day before he actually successfully killed the thing? No, the energy surge was the killing of the Omega. The energy surge, he killed the Omega on Tuesday, and the energy surge happened Monday. It did? Because when he came back the last time, he came back earlier than he had before. Uh-huh, and the report was... And the report was last night there was an energy spike in Paris. And now all of the mimics are falling apart. But Tom Cruise had not yet killed the Omega. That's happening later in that day. I saw somebody... Or or the the next dawn. I saw somebody in the Internet Movie Database explain it as the jump back is roughly 12 hours. In which case, I guess it still doesn't explain why the energy surge happened. Right? Is that what you're saying? The energy surge is the question? Yes. I don't know. Edge of tomorrow. So not everybody is... All it? you need is kill. Live, die, repeat. <laughs> Will you still love me? <laughs> I thought the energy surge was the killing of the... Because now well, well, everything well, is reset as Well, if... I agree. I agree. But that means that it's, be- it's like when he killed that Omega, he killed it... It was like a time travel kill in a way. Like the Omega is able to reset time when an alpha dies, meaning like it actually exists 24 hours in the past and can, and has like a window of time with which to recalibrate. But Tom Cruise, <laughs> or rather Major Cage, absorbed the blood of the Omega. But he killed Hydra- an alpha too. Yes, but... Um, okay, so the first time he gets this special power... He absorbs the blood from an alpha. Yes. He essentially is now registering as the alpha. Right. Because we don't see that alpha pop up anymore when he goes, like, the next day in battle as he goes through. Right. Because he's, he's essentially that pl- taking the placeholder. Oh, yes. that's interesting. Now he has hijacked 
the Omega's spot. So the Omega's still alive, except it's him. Oh, that's that is not how I understood it. It working. Well, me neither. This is just one of the theories that I thought was very interesting. Oh, okay. Oh, so you didn't come up with this. You read. This I didn't on the come internet. up with that. That's like a thing that I read. This but is I, one of these nerds you're deriding. Now you're taking their <laughs> idea. One of them. Credit. One I agree with. The other eighteen hundred. Eighteen hundred. I ran, I went through eighteen hundred wow, theories. Wow, that's so many theories. So basically, I mean the the like short story is the ending needs clarity. We, which yeah, yeah. Like they could they could like explain to each other, like the scientist guy. Ritaski and Tom Cruise could sit down and say, like, okay, here's what's going on and give us the definitive, like, now you got it. The scientist guy who also played tech support in Vanilla Sky. Same actor. How about that? Interesting. He's typecast now. He's typecast. He's that and Young Shine. Full circle. Full circle. So is that cruise control? That's all I got. <laughs> that was a that was a big intense cruise control. Although, oh boy, are we going back in? W- one of the things that comes up about the end is like, when does he wake up in the in the helicopter? He because he wakes up the first time he resets time. <laughs> he wakes up at Heathrow Airport. With the you get up, get up, maggot. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Is that Heathrow Airport? Or is that just like the military base? It's the bar- it, it's both. Okay. The military base is the airport. Okay. The airport is the military base. All right. I saw the movie one time. Back off. I didn't watch it 1,600 you know times. I don't, I don't, read e- I don't even care anymore. I don't even want to finish this. Finish it. <laughs> no. Finish it. No. We're out of cruise control. Hey, video games, finish him. Let's, let's, let's get to the top toms. What you going to do when you get top tom? I'm going to get top tom. What you do when you get there? I'm going to go over here. My first top Tom is after the 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 tech tech support and Rita like show him all this stuff and he goes, "That's a really nice presentation you have here." That's one of my top Toms. Tracy? Uh so I will say that I will participate in the top Toms. You're participating in all of it because you don't get to opt out. I am opting out. No opt out. You're like <laughs> I'm like she's gonna take the pat down. I'm like uh, yeah. Gleason. What's it? What's Jackie the Gleason? No, the, the 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 first guy, the 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 CEO. The guy's like I spoke to your CEO. What's that guy's character's name? That major General Brigham. I'm like General Brigham, major. and you're like TC. You're like Major Cage, and I'm like, listen, Cage, you're going in. Uh huh. Hell or high water. So you're in the mix, and Chris is like uh, uh, Bill Paxton, being like, <laughs> you're gonna die on the field of glory tomorrow. <laughs> The crucible. Yeah, the crucible. I'm going to say crucible. Yeah, the crucible. I will acquiesce because on the way home or on the way to Thanksgiving, Jacob and I watched. Jacob from episode (laughs) Risky Business. (laughs) (laughs) We watched Mission Impossible 3, which I hadn't realized I hadn't seen before. And as soon as it ended, I said, let's do Top Toms. Oh. Yeah. What was your top? Hold on. Hold on. That's a Mission Impossible Top Tom. It is. So here we go. (laughs) All right, Tracy, what are your Mission Impossible 3 top toms, please? So my general feeling was that I enjoyed the whole Jerry Maguire feel at the beginning. So that whole feeling where he was like in a rom-com, that was kind of a top tom for me. All right. 
And then uh, I had another top Tom that I can't remember. I might be conflating it with Jacob's. Jacob liked that he... Jacob from episode Risky Business. <laughs> his little like mumbled asides like when he got up on the wall and he said Humpty Dumpty had a, a got on a, a sat on a wall okay that kind of thing because it was kind of like Arnold and Terminator and then my other top Tom was sort of Tom adjacent and it was more about Ving Rhames and when he said uh I don't think he was gonna make it I don't think he, I knew he'd make it I love that uh-huh. is, that's that's a that's a victorious Ving yeah, I don't no, have a jingle really for a that. Tom. But no, no, no. I said it was adjacent. Okay. You did? Yeah. All right. Now back to Edge of Tomorrow. Is that the one with Davian? Davian? That is the one with Davian. Okay. Chris Spolsa. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm going to hurt her. So good. I'm going to hurt her. So good. What is your Edge of Tomorrow top Tom? Well, I just have to say that generally speaking, my top Tom is my father. Shout out to Thomas Nathaniel Todd, Nay Fuller, the most top Tom. Absolutely. <laughs> if our best, most trained, <laughs> refuse to fight. Well, uh, what episode is this? This is Edge of Tomorrow. What, what, like what? What number? What episode of uh, thirty-eight? Is thirty-eight podcast? Yeah, that I have not mentioned. Uh, my dad is named Tom. But go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> my dad is not named Tom. Um, we also haven't mentioned Tom Cruise's real name. I'm sure that's coming. So, well, do you know it? Do we want to talk about that? I know it. I feel like let's first get your top Tom and okay. then we'll get into some Tom Cruise facts. Okay. All right. Um, so I liked when Tom Cruise was in, I, maybe it was the second or third time that he was at Heathrow and they were in formation and they looked like little turtles in their, uh, in their suits, there was like an above shot, and he tried to scoot out on the side. <laughs> that made me that. laugh. And then, <laughs> this is ridiculous, but when he tried to roll under the Jeep the first time, you yeah. just hear that scream off, off camera. That made me laugh, too. All right. Nice. Chris? I got three. Okay. Uh, his conversation with General Brigham was like... Was like uh, Vintage Tom Cruise. Classic TC. He really, he really like delivers the smug, cowardly thing. Like, I, I feel like this is the sort of character that makes the people who say they don't like Tom Cruise, like this is the version of Tom Cruise they don't like. Yeah. Like he's like cocksure, cocksure. <laughs> yeah. That grin. Yeah. You know, shit eating. Yeah. Yeah. But I loved it. And then the, the way he like, he's like starts like getting scared. He's intimidated when General Brigham stands up. He says when he tries to walk him out, and he like bumps into the Patrick chair. Patrick Gleason, I think, is that actor's name, who's also in Mission Impossible Three. Sounds good. Or Mission Impossible Two. He might be Mission Impossible Two. Scientist guy. That Tom's third life. Upon waking, right, and he realizes I'm repeating. This is his third repeat, and he starts manically trying to explain to everybody. You know, it's going to be a slaughter. They know that we're, you have to listen to me. Everybody's lives are at stake. Like that whole scene is also perfect time. He's like, he's like manically like gesturing and pointing at everybody while he's in handcuffs. He's like pointing at, I know he knows this guy's name, the girl's name, like everybody's name. There's a card game going on there right now. I like that one. I also like. How about when he's just got mad skills and he's like zipping around that sand trap, just killing mimics. Oh yeah. That That's was another your top one of Tom. mine. That's my other top Tom. Yeah. I liked when he was just talking to Rita 
and like offhandedly shooting at those things. It's great, man. Yeah. He was so on point. Yeah. What else you got, Chris? The f- his fourth life. Oh my god. When it, once again he when he's confronted with J Squad this time, he's not trying to warn anybody. <laughs> he's gonna go through every life. Oh no, I'm gonna be here a while. I have to go to the bathroom. All right, I'm done. <laughs> Are you sure you're done, Chris? Yep. I don't want you to get all weepy. What a waste. I thought this was going to be such a good episode. Why didn't you ask me about my favorite soul singer? He's too upset to even get off a a zinger. Doesn't make any sense for that to be their theme song. It's dumb. We we call it that because the name of of the group is... (laughs) I'm sorry. What is the name of the group? It's a Tom Tom Club because (laughs) the actor we're talking about is Thomas... Cruz Maypother the fourth. That's his full name. Correct pronunciation. He was shirtless in this movie. When was he shirtless in this movie? Doesn't he take his shirt off? Does he? I don't think so. I thought he did. Was he not? I'm trying. I I can't remember. I can't think of when he was shirtless. Hold on. When would he have been shirtless? He doesn't yeah, change you're right. clothes at any point. Oh my god! You're right. He was in excellent shape, though. You can tell. But yeah, hold he on. Didn't he, do a lot of upright running. Did he never take his shirt off even one time. Ooh, running. He's runs in that exosuit. Yeah. Like once he he's like in full top tom. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he is, tom he is. He's just trucking. like trucking in that thing, <laughs> like oh, nobody's no. business. He doesn't even like when they're injured in that cabin. He doesn't take his shirt off. I guess not. No, that she's injured. Yeah, he's he's sewing up her, up up her injury. I feel like I really screwed up, and we should start over. Um, Greg, Tracy, recap, trailer. I Peter won the re- I won the recap. <laughs> I've been recapitated. Peter Cetera, Lionel Richie. I'm not playing. Will you live tomorrow? There's a trailer. Will you live tomorrow? Live die repeat. Top Toms. Oh wait, hold on. Cruise control. Uh, this is a story about control. It's time. <laughs> Time control. Mission Impossible it's, it Three. Is, it's time control. All right. Whew. He was not shirtless in this movie. I don't think so. No, I'm saying he wasn't. I now it's like. Oh, you're right. Yeah, it's now clear. it's gospel. Uh, his name is Thomas Cruise Maypot of the Fourth. Chris, what kind of shape was he in? Good. And he gets into better shape because he keeps training. That's right. Sure. You can see him improve. He yeah, never he did gets... that Emily Blunt yoga pose, though. No, he never gets into that Emily Blunt yoga. Now, speaking of Emily Blunt, yes. I see this movie. I've seen other movies with her in it. Yeah. I Devil then watched this movie, The Devil Wears Prada. So good. Love it. All right. Agree to disagree. Love it. I, I am mad at myself for watching the whole movie. Why did you even? I heard it was good. I loved it. I love people it. I like and respect say they love it. I read the book. I love Emily Blunt's character in this movie. I do not so much like Anne, Anne Hathaway. Hathaway. Here's what. Here's my take, Greg. Do you think the Devil wears a different brand of shoe? Have you seen Devil Wears Prada, Chris? Is Prada a shoe? Prada is a fashion brand. Shoes, bags. Do you think the Devil wears a different brand? Have you a, seen this movie, Chris? Of fashion. Here's what this movie is, Greg. Here's what this movie is, Greg. It's a terrible people Greg, being Wintour. terrible to each other I with not, no consequences. I have not seen this movie. 
It's terrible people. Oh, so you're saying that it's it's oh, life. there are consequences. This movie is real life. Everybody's fine at the end. Yeah. Everybody gets what they want. Everybody's happy at the end of the Maybe. movie. Maybe. Does the boyfriend come back? Maybe. Does the He's devil happy. have... He gets a job in another uh, place. What's-her-face gets divorced. The She's devil. She's fine. She still has her job. She's fine. She's well, a miserable, Life goes on. Person. They're all terrible. No, she is a miserable person, but she has a redeeming quality at the end where she realizes that, that Anne has decided to go her own way. I Thumbs love that down. movie. Love that, it. That, oh, that outfit, that Chanel outfit with those boots over the knee. She looks fabulous. Does the devil wear Chanel? <laughs> the devil wears many things. The, de- the only devils in that movie were those two children. That movie was so frustrating. Oh, I loved it. I just wanted somebody. This woman is so mean to everybody. And everybody just takes it. Just takes it. Until is Emily Blunt in this movie? Yeah. Yes. And she's great. She's great, but everybody just takes this woman's horribleness. But that is it's the send of Anna Wintour. I know what it is. Yeah. But there's a movie called Swimming with Sharks. Yeah. With Frank Whaley and Kevin Spacey. Kevin Spacey plays this terrible, horrible boss. Yeah. And the guy actually like the employee does something about it. Yeah. Like tries to kill the boss. That's compelling. <laughs> This, they all just take it. They all just roll over for this horrible woman. Well, I think the movie is more about fashion, the fashion industry, and that's why I loved it. And also, Emily Blunt's character is so biting and wonderful. She's fine. She's great. She's fine. She's so fast with the quips. Those how are written, you know. Now, how does I this know, relate? So fast. Is there a point that relates back? Emily Blunt is in it. She Emily plays. Blunt is in it. She plays Rita Vratrasky, a.k.a. Be... the Angel of Verdun, a.k.a. Full Metal Bitch. But were you going to say you were impressed with the versatility of her acting no. ability? I just was going to watch another like she's, Emily she's Blunt like movie. This tough, she's this tough action hero in one movie. No. And then she's like a... a no, I know a... she can act. I've seen her in other things. She's in a very long engagement. I saw that. No, that's not what it's called. What is it called? I don't know. The five-year engagement. That sounds like a long engagement. With Jason. No, very long engagement has Audrey Tattoo. I've never seen uh, the plane. The plane. Yeah, <laughs> Audrey Tattoo, star of the plane. The plane. I've never seen Amelie. I like Amelie. 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 I've seen Amelie many times. Yabba dabba doo. Yabba dabba dow. She's homeless. <laughs> Who sang that song? Uh, I don't know, but the send up was done on a living color living and was col- awesome. Living color. I don't remember the send up. It was uh that was it was the yabba dabba dee yabba dabba dow. I still don't. I, I don't. I don't think I saw it. It was. I mean, yabba dabba doo. <laughs> was Fred Flintstone singing it? No, but it was ha, an ha, allusion he, to Fred ha, ha, ha. <laughs> Was and Wilma Flintstone singing it? <laughs> Was Pebbles Flintstone singing it? Or was she singing her hit song, "Let the Sunshine In"? Let the sunshine in. Oh. Face it with a grin. Frowners never. Open wait, up smilers never lose. And frowner never win. Isn't something? Isn't she say mentioned the devil? She drops the devil <laughs> in the lyrics. I think she does drop the devil. Which in the lyrics. wears Prada? See what Chris does? I Wraps see that. it up in a nice bow. In a nice bow. Now, Tracy, what? How so far has this experience been different than your first experience? Not nearly as creepy. I will say. So we're not as creepy. We've gotten better. <laughs> or, is, or is it the source material? The source material is not nearly as creepy. Thank so goodness. we don't have to talk about creepy. How about those mimics though, huh? Potential incest. How about those mimics though, huh? Creepy. They are, but they're alien life forms. So they're supposed to be creepy. Alfs. They looked like, uh, <laughs> they looked like the Creech. What's the Creech? Creech. The Creech. Sharon is, Creech. Is a, Walk is two a, moons. Uh, 
Um, Greg Capullo's comic book monster. I've not the Creech. I, I don't know enough about the Creech. That's what I thought I was looking at. Speaking of comic books, this movie is based on a manga. Nope, based <laughs> on a novel that was localized by Viz Media, my former employer. That's what Tracy meant when she said that's like my, from my office. I don't know if you remember her saying that during the trailer. You said Jim and Dwight. There was a Viz I said, production. I think I said Michael Scott Lobo. and White. And Jim. And Pam. And who else was on there? I'm trying to think of... I'm the recap. Mindy Kaling. I won the recap. Let's not forget that before <laughs> we conclude. Who says we're concluding? I, I, I just feel it coming. <laughs> you feel it graphing up. <laughs> Click. No. Listen. Did we cover... Tracy wanted to do bits... I feel like we should do a bit. I wanted to do no bits. For Tracy. And it's time for me to go to the bathroom. Which bit would you want to do, Chris, for Tracy's sake? I'm not kidding. Pick a bit. Let's do, how about this bit is Tracy disappears for an indefinite amount of time. Here's the bit we're going to do. It's one of my favorite bits. It's a little something called Hanks a Lot. Hanks a Lot. Hey. Stop the theme. Wow. Out of control. <laughs> oh, that so, was. What, who would Tom Hanks play in this movie? Who were in, he this in this movie, movie would you replace with Tom Hanks? Who would you recast? Well, I would Tom like to Hanks? I would like to alter the parameters of this one because I think the most obvious thing. Everybody's thinking of the same thing right now, and it doesn't really fall within the parameters here. <laughs> I can honestly tell you I'm not thinking Whatever it is that you're thinking okay. right now. Well, what I'm thinking and what all of the listeners simultaneously are thinking. Do you think Tracy is thinking the same thing? Yes. And already picturing in their minds is Forrest Gump on the battlefield. In one I of was those not exosuits. picturing that even for a second. Tracy, were you picturing that? I couldn't say. You couldn't say. We're Tom Hanks in this movie. We're, we're Wouldn't you just want him to be Forrest Gump in, a, in an exosuit <laughs> running? No, he's, that's not he's what spent, I He had the magic legs growing up. Now he's got the magic exosuit. I didn't think about that for a second. I figured he'd be the guy saying, wake up, maggot. Not the other guy? Not Bill Paxson? I think it would be, yeah, just, just a tiny cameo of Tom Hanks saying, wake up, maggot. And he, So you want him to be, you want him to be or as Forrest Gump. He'd be Forrest Gump. Uh, Private Forrest Gump. All right, so hold on. Member are we changing J- this member to... Member of J-Squad. Are we going to change this to what Tom Hanks character would you put into Edge of Tomorrow? Yes. Okay, hang on. New We're version. we start over. Wait. Oh. Why is he not doing <laughs> what I wanted to do? <laughs> Somebody reset. hasn't learned from their many, many, Thanks many trials. All right, what Tom Hanks character would you put into Edge of Tomorrow? You're saying Forrest Gump, Chris. I'm saying... Um, captain, who was the one in that he was the captain of that ship? I'm the captain now. Yeah, Captain the, Phillips. Captain Phillips. Okay. <laughs> yeah. I just thought you ended the show. No. I'm <laughs> <laughs> oh my God, man! Forrest Gump. I would Forrest Gump first and foremost. Number one with a bullet as a member of J Squad or replacing as Major a, Cage as a new member of J Squad replacing. The guy who refused to wear his clothes. <laughs> okay. Very good. Tracy, Tom Hanks' character that you would swap in 
He said, that's a nice exo suit. Got my own magic legs. <laughs> I would put in, uh, I can't remember his name, Alex P. Keaton's uncle. Crazy sure. drunk. I think it's Uncle Ned. Uncle Ned. I think. I would put Uncle oh. Ned in. Oh, man. <laughs> that just opened up a whole new world for me. I want the karate guy who challenged Fonzie in Happy Days. See, and I was going to say that guy. I want the he guy. was so angry. He would kill so many mimics. <laughs> I want the guy from Sabra Price is Right from Saturday Night Live who says, you want disco, disco, good. <laughs> I want him to be part of J-Squad, maybe running the poker game. Nobody knows Sabra Price is Right. Everybody should look that up. It's pretty great. That bring, but that reminds me of, of a new cruise control that I forgot to write down. <laughs> okay. Can we get into cruise control for a second? I think we should just start over from the beginning. Start from the beginning? Oh, yeah. All right. Here we go. From the top. Wrong James Brown. Do it together. I'm Greg. I'm Chris. I'm Tracy. And this is Cruise Control. I think that... Cruise. <laughs> go. When, when, uh, when, when, uh, when General Farrell... Is he General or is he Captain? His name Farrell? Farrell. Bill Paxton's guy, right? He catches them. He catches the J Squad as gambling, and then he and then he makes them all take a card, and they all rip their cards in half, and they and they start eating the cards, and then he walks away, and they keep eating the cards, like the girl puts the second half of the card in her mouth after there's nobody there to pay attention. Like, spit out your cards, J Squad. <laughs> Oh wait, we gotta get out of Hanks a lot. Unless we're unless we're not done. Hanks a lot. I think we're done. I think the audience is done. The audience is never done. <laughs> I think the audience was done about fifteen minutes ago, if not thirty. Thank you. We'll see you all again. Sleep tight. <laughs>